God bless you. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Welcome back to Yesterday Ended, and thanks for joining me today. Last week, I spoke of our continued battle to recognize our victory that we have in Christ. One of our greatest weapons in that battle is the realization that our old man, our old nature, is dead. We have been set free from his death and decay by the work of the cross. Our work is not to bleed, but to believe in the blood of Jesus and how we are cleansed by him. Cleansed so we can stand in the presence of the Father without shame or condemnation. Your old life has died, and today we will look at being dead to sin. My poem today is entitled, It's All About Being Dead. It's all about being dead, dead to sin. Let's begin. Baptized into Christ, into his death, immersed, submerged like a burial, only deeper, really dead. Death is the change. It is the end, never again to be held by sin. United with him, a new man within, the old crucified, by death justified. Crucified, dead, and buried, it's three ways to say, sin is done, We have won. With Christ we are one. Crucified with him, buried with him, dead with Christ, yet also alive. Sin is now deprived. In our lives no longer shall it thrive. We have arrived into the arms of God, no longer flawed. Christ works so broad. With his victory we are shod, and much, much more. This poem was inspired largely by Romans chapter 6. The Apostle Paul introduces a radical new idea. Let's start in verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid! How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? How shall we that are dead to sin? This is written as as a complete reality. We're dead to sin. This would have been a a really crazy idea in the mind of a law-abiding Israelite. And it would have been pretty strange to the mind of a Gentile. Take some time and read Exodus through Deuteronomy and consider the mindset of the typical law-abiding Jew. These books reveal the 613 commandments they had to observe. Yeah, that's right, 613. Most people have trouble with 10 Back in Romans, it starts with this question, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? How could that happen? I'm glad you ask. Let's find out. Verse 3, know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin." Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. 
In this section of Scripture, there's five elements that point to the subject of our identification with Christ. These five elements are tagged with the Greek prefix sun, which is usually translated with, and they are buried with him, planted together, crucified with him, dead with Christ, and live with him. Four of these five relate directly to the statement that we're dead to sin. Dead to sin declares an end. Dead to sin implies a change. Being dead to sin exclaims a release. These verses show that to be baptized into Christ is to be immersed into his death. In the first six verses, a word for death or dying is used five times. In the first 11 verses of chapter 6, the count climbs to 13 times. It is truly all about being dead. There are two different Greek words used for dead, but they simply mean you died, therefore you're dead. And as the old saying goes, dead men tell no tales. Dead men do nothing but stink and decay and finally turn to dust, and dead men don't worry about sin anymore. They can't because they're dead. In most cultures that have a death penalty, those who have died have paid the price. Their debt for wrongdoing has been paid. The same is true here in this section of Scripture with a great twist. Jesus was the one who died for us in our place. However, we were connected with him through our identification into his death. Being immersed into Christ, we are connected. We are together. We are united with him. Therefore, due to that union, when he was raised up into new life, so were we. We can now walk in newness of life because of his work. In our death with Christ, the body of sin is destroyed, freeing us from being slaves to sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin, it says in verse 7. Unfortunately, the King James scholars changed the way that word was translated in this verse. In 37 other places, it's rendered justified. To be justified is to be legally pronounced just or righteous. He that is dead is justified from sin. As previously stated before, when you die for your sins, your crimes, you have paid the price. Problem is, you're dead. But with our identity in Christ, we can be raised up. If we died with him and are therefore justified, we shall also live with him. And as this chapter continues, the benefits of Christ's death and new life are further explained. Let's pick it up again in verse 9. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The greatest benefit of having died and raised is that death has no more dominion over us. He died once. And as Jesus' last declaration on the cross, it is finished. It's paid. And through our identity with Christ, 
we share in his benefits. Verse 11 is the apex or the point of this section of scripture. Christ has made you free, therefore consider, account, attribute yourself to be dead to sin and alive unto God. Understanding that we are dead to sin explains my use of the icon of a gravestone for this podcast. I want us all to realize that our past has totally ended and we're free. We're free to do a happy dance. We're free to burst out laughing. We're free to rejoice because we're dead to sin and all of our past. Our old nature has been crucified. It died and it was buried. So we can say goodbye, good riddance, adios, and no, I will not see you anymore, sin. That old nature is the nature of the flesh, the nature of sin, and it has been defeated at the cross. The crucified Christ gave his life and set us free from our sin. So now what? It's a new day. We have newness of life. Now we have newness of life. Now we have newness of life. Now, at this moment and the next, we have newness of life. Take a deep breath and breathe in the new. I realize I'm being very repetitious, but if God can say dead 13 times in 11 verses, repetition might not be such a bad thing. The key to walking in newness of life is reckoning ourselves to be dead. Our past, our old nature, no longer exist. Hence the tombstone. So in verse 11, we see this as a turning point in our lives. It is our decision to accept this new reality and live accordingly. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12, it says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. This is a quote from Jeremiah 31, where it says, And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This verse in Jeremiah's description of the new covenant that God will establish with Israel in the future, it is a description of the result of what the Messiah would accomplish. It is but a small taste of all that he would accomplish for all mankind. So if God does not remember your sin, why should you? If there is no condemnation according to Romans 8.1, why should you feel condemned? If your iniquities are forgiven, then why do you feel like you have to pay something to God to be in his favor? Remember, you're dead to sin. The word reckon means to logically conclude. You are to account for all the data on a subject. You then lay it out and put all the details together in order. At that point, you can conclude the outcome. You were baptized into the death of Christ. Baptism is a point of connection between us and our Savior Jesus Christ. It's our identity with him. It brings us into unity. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we are anointed with and born of the Spirit of God. This is revealed in 1 Corinthians 12, 13. 
For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. We have been forever changed. We have become new creations in Christ, and our old nature has passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We need to wrap our minds around this wonderful truth. To grasp it will be life-changing. No more chains, no more pains. We must reckon ourselves dead indeed unto sin and that nature of sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Herein lies our victory. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast today. I pray it has given you some hope to hold on to. So it all starts with a question, how shall we that are dead to sin? As I said, this is a radical statement. Take some time and work Romans chapter 6 and look at all the detail God has provided for us to understand this great truth. We are forever separated from that old man nature of sin. Unfortunately, we can still identify with him instead of Jesus, and we can still commit sin, but the sin nature is gone. Now, we have to deal with our old sin habit. Recognizing our identity with Christ and our victory through his work is the key to living free. We need to take that sin habit and lay it at the foot of the cross. When Jesus said, it is finished, He was exclaiming the victory over sin. Jesus truly is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Don't hold on to that old nature, but let Jesus take it and therefore walk in freedom today.